here to discuss, as, as, as well as uh, other areas of importance, is Mr. Christopher Coluccio. And we say a very good morning to you, sir, and a very happy new year. Good morning to you, Jay. Happy new year. Indeed, indeed. Hopefully a better one, and uh, uh, certainly one uh, of uh, importance regarding uh, cyber activity on Long Island, especially in Suffolk County. Hopefully they have things in check as uh, the uh, uh, administration, the old one, heads out and comes in, which has been a prio, prio one for Ed Romaine, uh, Chris, to kind of clean up, make sure this stuff never happens again. You get, you get the feeling that will actually happen for sure. Uh, with priorities in place, but you know, you read this preliminary report as I did, um, and you get a sense that what we had seen all during the hearings and key testimony in the fact that there were plenty of warnings, uh, as far as one of being of uh, imminent nature with an attack, and unfortunately, the administration. Back then, did nothing about it. The cyber insurance, a key there, nothing there. Uh, but a ransomware attack uh, proved to be uh, quite nefarious as far as uh, what was on display is what we had watched all through the last few months, sir. Yeah, so, I mean, definitely, you know, excited for a new administration to come in and, and take care of the IT, excited that I get to, you know, be a little bit of a part of it on the transition team, um, but they have a task ahead of them because uh, even as much money as we've spent in Suffolk County and and, and as much work that that has been done, uh, that's just, the systems aren't correct and the and the policies and procedures aren't in place, and so they, they, there's there, it's it's a big uphill challenge for you know anybody who's going to be taking on Suffolk's IT moving forward, and, and I know you know Ed's going to put the right people in place to, to take care of it. Um, and, you know, so, so that I'm excited for, but, um, you know, I, I definitely know it's going to be a long road. As far as this report that's come out, and I read the whole thing, it's like 50 pages of really kind of like nothing, um, nothing that we've learned. I mean, this report, and, and I don't even know where it came from because, um, you know, you can't really trust the report that comes out, especially about technology. Right. Nobody's put their name as to who the author is of it. Um, and what I got out of this report was that really this was kind of a, a way to, to kind of give one last dig to the clerk's department while kind of making do it IT and Suffolk County IT look all rosy. Um, the number of times that the clerk was mentioned. And listen, this just goes back to what I kind of don't like about politics. And it's you're, you have IT, you've had a big IT issue. There was a major failure across the entire organization of Suffolk IT, and everybody right. just wants to point their fingers and pretend like no, nothing happened. Um, and that's not what, you know. So, so in this report, most of the time is being spent saying, from my opinion, most of the time is being spent talking about all the problems that the clerk's office had, and there certainly were tons of problems there. Um, but all, then just going saying we would have if the clerk told us if this happened we would are we would have been able to stop it but never talking about why their systems that were in place that we paid money for didn't stop it so um, I so many questions inside this report and I, I don't believe that this is the report that's being put out by Picarello and his team I think this was kind of like let's get ahead of it and put something out before Balone leaves that kind of you know sets the narrative uh, because this wasn't written certainly by an IT person and, and certainly the the requests and the things that they say to move forward would not be the top priorities that I would put in uh, if I was looking to uh, change the, the culture and the IT of Suffolk County. 
No question. And in the Piccolo report, we should we, we've learned we should get that next week. So uh, you know we'll decipher that. Uh, but you're right. Um, you know the official report is the official report. Uh, but uh, you, you get a sense though that it won't change that much the dynamics of it uh, because of the lackluster, lackluster nature of uh, of uh, of being a leader. And uh, quite frankly, the cyber insurance, uh, we know that was certainly at the forefront. Why wasn't there any? Um, and the warnings. Uh, why were the warnings heated properly? You know, from Pete Schuschler as well as uh, Judy Pascal. You know, uh, those were two damning uh, types of testimony against how this administration was going about its business. But you're right. Until we actually see the finality of it all, then we can yeah, kind this of is a, uh, this is a, peel back a little bit. This is a this is a one-sided attempt to show problems on the clerk's department, which, like I said, um, certainly there were problems over there. Uh, I mean, this is, you know, there's, there's, no one, there's no one who should be comfortable with their role inside of this uh, cyber attack. Nobody there should be uh, happy at the, what they've done, you know, in the years and days prior and even afterwards. Uh, for from attack, it's just not the way remediations go on, and it's not the way it's normally done. And nor do we understand at this moment in time uh, what the posture of Suffolk County's IT is, and how much better we hope we are because of all the money we've spent and all the work that was done. Um, we don't know that yet either. So uh, that's why I say there's a lot. There's a lot to be learned, and, and this report certainly is not um, is not something that that helped any of that. I mean, it's just uh, kind of the same stuff you've seen over and over again. Uh, this. You know, my side was good, your side was bad, and it's. It, but you, I, I always say it all the time: playing politics with your IT is just a bad way to. You, you know, you're, you're going to lose because the because the bad guys don't care. No question, Chris Coluccio with us, TechWorks uh, Consulting. We do know one thing: I I just got a good feeling that this new administration is going to take care of business, put in the the necessary protocols to keeping uh, things uh, uh, in network and uh, safe. As far as the uh, the public is concerned, it remained a state of that many a time there. Uh, so, uh, you know, listen, businesses uh, in and around the island uh, certainly can get a template uh, from these uh, types of instances, Chris, uh, in trying to move ahead for this new year. You know, planning your business technology-wise, uh, that has certainly been a focal point of what we have seen over the last year or so. Yeah, I mean, yeah, so so from from our my aspect whether it's the government like Suffolk County or if it's a business, um you really got to plan out your IT and you know, this is something that you would have hoped would have come out of the land, last administration is here's our timeline to fix things and where we want to be in say 3 years from now and how we're going to work our way backwards from there and that's something that any business should do. Um you really, you know, we always talk to our to our clients and and try to talk to them about Let's plan out three years. It's about where we can predict technology is going to go, and let's work our way backwards and try not to get shocked by, you know, the issues that are up there. Because what we find is a lot of businesses, they start with a $0 budget for their IT, and then any, they only fix stuff when it breaks. Um, and they don't really prepare for the costs of that, and, you know, and it's not really productive to have these old systems in place and then, you know, all of a sudden might you realize Microsoft says, you know, we're not going to upgrade that anymore or some, you know, QuickBooks doesn't work with this system. So what we try to do and we try to get our clients to do is to work back from a three-year plan 
and say, okay, three years from now, this is where you want to be. You want to have, you know, your business is going to grow. You're going to be moving an office. Whatever's going to be happening with your business, how do we match up the IT needs for that, whether it's growth or whether it's you're going to be selling the business or whatever, then you work your way back into this, okay, so what do we need to do in a year from now? What do we need to do in 90 days from now? And what are those major milestones? When is a server going to be going out of, uh, out of date so that we can put that and say, okay, in a year from now, your server is going to not be sufficient to meet your needs. Let's start planning that three or six months ahead of time. So I think if businesses really started to do that and started to say, hey, let's, what can we do and, and where do we want to be from a business, but then three years out, how does our IT match up to that? Um, they'll have a lot more success, and they'll actually be able to integrate products better into that. They'll be able to look at things like, hey, we're interested in, in artificial intelligence, and we're interested in moving up to the cloud or changing our voice. Whatever those things are, they'll have some time and some planning around that. But what, what we do find often is it's the, the IT is a reactionary piece. Uh, businesses want to have zero dollars. They don't want to spend on it because they don't see it as a return on investment, really. Um, and they, you know, and they don't really do that planning. So it's like, oh, all of a sudden everything's bad. I didn't know I had to change all these. I hate surprises. Well, they weren't really surprises. You know, they they could have been there and they could have been discussed ahead of time. It just takes a little bit of focus. Yeah, no question about it. Uh, and the concentration levels have to be there. Uh, and hopefully lessons learned. And that's what businesses uh, certainly have in front of them uh, as far as uh, what the county has been going through in their own sense. Uh, they can take the reins from a technolo- technological sense and make sure it's good year for all. So that's uh, that's hopefully that's, what you what you have learned here. Uh, that's what so. I'm looking for from our county, and that's what I hope we would have gotten already, is yeah. what is the plan for the next three to five years for the county's IT, somebody with some leadership. And I, and I think, I think you know, the, the new administration is going to do that, uh, you know, um, but but just give give us that sense for your you know if whether it's for your employees or your constituents that you have a plan and a goal and I think Ed made a good one of the good goals was to get cyber insurance that's a huge goal to be able to take a system that had um, a corruption or you know a hack and go back and say okay now we're going to go do something that. Um, lend some credibility to the work we're doing and puts out a plan moving forward. So I'm hoping that we're going to see a, a, a timeline plan moving forward. And, you know, that's what I would expect out of, you know, a business that's doing their IT well and also for our county. You know, Chris, it's almost like you buy a house near a coastal region, right? And the first thing you do in the house is you got homeowners. Well, maybe if you're smart, based on flooding and everything else and vulnerability of the area you're living in, you take out a little flood insurance. You know, it's kind of a common yeah. sense thing here. I mean, that's kind of the best way to correlate uh, exactly uh, what's going on as far as one of the first things Ed will bring to the table is, yeah, uh, take out some cyber insurance and, of, of course, to make sure your systems prob- are safeguarded. The, uh, you right, know. the problem is just like that house, that, you know, just like that house, if that house isn't high enough, if it's, you know, if it's prone to flooding in the past, if it's oh, then they're not going to give you that insurance, and they're going to make you change and do things bef- and make you jump through hoops before you get insurance. And that's where we're at. We have a house that's broken down, uh, that's flooding over and over again. That you know, the, and the, that the insurance company don't trust, wouldn't trust. So they're not going to give it to you. So we have a lot of work to get to that point where we're even qualifying for uh, cyber insurance. Yeah, good um, point or, there. Or you know, so it's uh, like I said, the goal of getting cyber insurance is the work that needs to be done to get that cyber insurance. It's not just buying cyber insurance because the county probably isn't going to get it at its current standard um, without you know, making sure that 
whatever insurance company is going to do that knows that they're meeting standards and they put new policies and procedures in place. Um, you know, or they're going to be paying, you know, four or five times what the premium, rate is going yeah. to be. Yeah, yeah exactly. So, so without, so, so, excellent point. Sorry. No, it's an excellent yeah, when point. I say that, it really is. Go ahead. Yeah, when I say that goal of having cyber insurance is important, it's not the getting the cyber insurance. It's all the work that is needed to lead up to making sure that we get a good cyber insurance policy because those are like meeting NIST standards and meeting um, policies and procedures and making sure that everything's in place so that when the insurance company looks in, they're doing the same thing that any, you know, a good company would do and say, okay, we have all of our stuff in place. We have, you know, the right uh, security products. We have the right team together to keep an eye on this so that, you know, the, the threat is smaller. The footprint of being attacked is smaller. That's a great point. It really is. And, and again, another one of my Crazy correlations is, you know, you buy a house, uh, maybe in, a, in an impact, uh, in, a, in an area where there are hurricanes, let's say, and you got the problem windows, whether it be impact, hurricane windows. Uh, if you have that, your policy will be a little bit lower as far as premium. If not, guess what? You're going to pay through the roof. No pun intended. And the same thing, I would think, uh, with cyber. You, As Chris stated, you got to have your, your networks in play and everything else, and, and then you seek it, and uh, hopefully this administration... Uh, we'll certainly see to that without question. That's been a priority as far as I'm thinking. Chris Coluccio with us. A couple of big events, uh, my friend. you got the Chris Ray Coluccio Foundation. Talk to me about two biggies uh, coming up this month on the 16th and the 22nd. Fire away. So we're, we're super excited. I mean, we've been working really hard in the foundation to try to, like, break down walls inside our communities. And, you know, the, the biggest wall that we've come up against or the biggest, you know, these kind of fiefdoms are all the different school districts and the way they do things and the way that they treat uh, mental health and wellness and suicide. And, and we've been able to kind of bring together a few of the really good school districts around that we work with. Uh, we have uh, Bayport, Blue Point, Connectquat, uh, I think uh, Comax coming in, uh, Sable. Uh, we're hoping to have Patrick Medford, and we're going to be doing um, kind of like a roundtable with all of those, uh, the superintendents and the people that run the mental health and wellness inside the schools to talk about what's working, what's not working, what we could do better, and uh, how the community could help out. Um, and we're going to be bringing them together inside the Bayport Blue Point Library on the 16th. Uh, and I think it'll be a wonderful um, event because it, for, for us, all of this for me is to try to kind of like get more collaboration and to stop you know, the school districts, and, and they all try to do a, um, a good, you know, a lot of good work, but they kind of live in their own little world. They have their own little communities, and they don't necessarily always know what's going on outside. And, and um, so this is one way that we can kind of break that down and get together. And, and there's, and, you know, what each one is doing that's working, they can highlight that so that the other schools can take it over. Uh, I think it's going to be a really, really great event. So, that's and then really on the good. 22nd, yeah. sorry, go ahead. Now, I was going to say, you know, schools can do so much because, let's face it, uh, they t- they house our kids almost as, as much as we put them in our own homes, and, and they have more access. And if they could somehow tap into uh, certain areas, and mental health is a key type of deal, and we talk about it all the time, uh, Chris, so... Uh, I think it's a great thing you're doing over there. I really do, over at Bayport yes, Blue Point so, the Library there on the 16th. Great stuff. Now, you got a special night coming into play on the 22nd. Talk to me. So part of our um, part of the Christopher Cluccio Foundation is a youth division where we ask the youth teams um, 
what do you want to do? What events would get us together so that parents and, and kids could get together and break down some of these barriers and also, you know, talk about mental health awareness and suicide prevention, um, but do it in a light way. And they came up and they said, almost all the kids said, we want to do this Lego night. So we're going to be doing this really cool Lego build challenge night uh, where um, kids get to work together. They're going to be in teams. They're going to have four challenges to be able to do in, a, uh, in an hour and a half, and then they're going to get judged. Um, you know, and we're going we're gonna to talk about, you know, all different categories of ways to do that. So it was just a, a way for our youth team, um, and it's free for, for anybody who wants to join. Um, our youth team is going to be running it, and they're going to be making sure, and they're going to be doing some of the judging. So we're trying to bring the community together, do something fun where we can get parents and kids together, but also in the background still have some of that conversation of why we're here and what we're doing. Um, so I think it'll be a great night. It's going to be on the 22nd. It's going to be at the Bayport Blue Point High School. Um, and, uh, you know, we're looking for Legos if you have them, cause we're going to be, uh, you know, we're going to be, we're going to have a lot of teams building some, uh, we have, we have an earthquake, um, uh, an earthquake pad. So they're going to build the tallest building and see if it can, uh, see if it can withstand an earthquake. And, and, you know, so it, it'll be a good night. It's going to be something fun and it came from our youth team. So we're very excited about that. Excellent. We're excited to have you on the show as always and throughout this year and uh, plenty of situations. You mentioned roundtable. We're formulating one with you in it. So uh, we'll let you know on that, my friend, is what was uh, duplicated, which I thought was great, back in the 11th of last month. So we're going to do more of that all throughout the year. You're going to be a part of it uh, in our ongoing panel. I haven't even told you about that yet, but here you go. I'm telling you live <laughs> and, and in living color. <laughs> so uh, get ready for that. And uh, keep up the great work uh, of all you're doing, your insight and everything else. And as soon as we get this official uh, report uh, from the Soviet County Ledge. Uh, we'll uh, we'll certainly uh, peel it back and see what that one's all about. So we can't thank you. A very happy New Year to you and yours, and uh, you stay well now. Thank you so much, Jay. Always a pleasure. Happy New Year.